The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Greetings to you amid this tumultuous and righteous time of change. We are thrilled about the tides of rising awareness and activism. We are also dismayed at the violence. And we are also hopeful about the future, while still knowing that it requires, as it always has, all of us, more of us, actively serving the cause of love. And we also know this is a time of stress, high stress uh, on the energy beings that we are. In other words, on the mind, the body, the spirit. Well, in times of distress, the basics serve us the best. So in this episode, we are going back to the basics of energy. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. And we believe life is best lived as a love story. Your love story. After all, to love well is to live well. For more, check out SiennaandToast.com. But for now, here's this episode. And welcome to it. We have the welcome to it. We have the uh, decaf coffee. With the decaf iced coffee going, um, you know, in the last episode we talked about how it's more important than ever to truly continue putting your art in the world, to continue expressing um, your expressing love in the world, mm-hmm. creating beauty in the world, mm-hmm. and just how important that is. However, I do have to say it's been challenging to even do do those things. Yes, it's yes. been it's it's really been challenging and um and I think an example of that is how I had, you know, my birthday this past week. I know. And Toast's birthday was on June June 3rd. And it was great. And I had several friends very, you know, nicely uh, text me or reach out and like, oh, I hope you're able to have a happy birthday with all that's going on. And and I'm like, yeah, thank you. And of course, and it's very, very conscious and upfront in my mind that every moment and expression of love and creating beauty in an intentional way is a finger in the face of authoritarianism and oppression. Love and beauty is an energetic force for good. And so participate in it, create it, revel in it, celebrate it. That is part of being an intentional human being on the side of love. Mm -hmm. So don't give in to this idea of like, oh, I can't enjoy my life when, you know, other people are going through such and such, or it's such a stressful time Mm -hmm. i can't that it's wrong for me to enjoy 
know it's important for you to enjoy. As much as you can. Right. While remaining conscious and aware, of course. Yes. But you're inflicting any kind of self-suffering and all of that. That's not going to, that's not going to help. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think that the problem I've been having Mm-hmm. is not feeling as focused as I normally understandable feel. Yeah. So I'm so distracted by everything that's going on, going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I intend to look for just, okay, let me just see what's happening today. Mm-hmm. Then I go down this rabbit hole. Sure. So then it's like getting out of the rabbit hole and then, you know, regrouping and refocusing again. Yeah. And it's about engaging with it in a way that doesn't bring you down, you know, because right. it like- doesn't take your whole day away right so that so where you don't make yourself into a casualty right and and weaken the energy that you're able to bring to the righteous fight so we will with that we will continue continue on with our mission that's right and but before we get into what we wanted to talk about today which is really just going back to the basics the very basics of energy i think it It's a life preserver for us now (laughs) on a personal level. Yes. But before we go back to that, I wanted to share with everyone that um, I made the lemon cake. She sure did, folks. And I promise you, after this episode, you won't have to be hearing about cake, what cake we're going to (laughs) make, which cake we're going to make, what cake we ended up making, and then another cake and so on. But it came out really good. Oh my god! It's, it's not so my recipe. Good. It came out really good, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I just have to say that it's a keeper. And we'll yep. post. Oh wait, maybe the picture. I think the picture of this episode is going to be the cake, right? Yeah, we can yeah. take. So if you saw that picture, then that is the, that's the cake. That's the cake with three hearts cake. on it. Um, so that's the update on that, mm-hmm. and you, and it's and it turned out to be. Lemon and orange. Oh, lemon because, and orange. Yeah, because uh, we didn't have enough lemons. Mm-hmm. But I love the taste that it produced. Like when mm. I'm eating the cake, I feel like I can taste the lemon combined with orange. And wow, I love it. So thank you so much, Sienna, for making that cake. It was a lot of work. It it was like double boiler stuff. It said it, it, said it was for the for a beginner, but. I think it was a little medium, like intermediate. Yeah, intermediate. Kind of skill. At least, I think. But, uh, so we did the cake. And then that happened on Saturday. Uh, Toast birthday was the Wednesday prior. And on that day, I made toast a nice pan of fresh brownies. Just because you can't go your birthday without any, you know... That's how Sienna feels. Without any any sweet, yummy I'm thing. Grateful that she felt that way. And I put I, nuts in it. I don't eat brownies with nuts. Brownies but with I, walnuts. I put walnuts in it. And um, I ate half the pan. She ate half the pan. <laughs> a nine by thirteen pan, people. Yeah. Not in one Not day. Not an eight by eight. But still. In like three days. But you have to tell them how these brownies are. Special. Oh my God, they're so healthy and good for you. Which I mean, is why I could not justify eating half the pan. 
they're not like, oh, these are so good for you. But for a sweet treat, they're pretty, they're, it's actually a whole food recipe. So everything in it is something that your body can recognize. And so therefore won't set your body off into inflammation land and you can't eat it anymore. So anyhow. All that, right. That's Sienna's specialty so is to make treat like really delicious, indulgent, decadent tasting treats that are not necessarily so bad for you. Like they're made with almond flour. Well, and- you know, because I love those things. Yeah. So it's very um, selfish of me. Because I'm <laughs> and lucky for me. <laughs> because I want to be able to eat those things. Okay. But then we also should tell them about the new ghost in our house. Sienna and I have noticed separately, not while we're together, but each of us individually has been able to confirm that, (laughs) yes, we we have caught sight of some kind of ghost cat in our house that does a pretty good imitation of Bear, our cat. But is not Bear. Yep. And how this happens is, for example, the other day, I was sitting at my desk doing some work, and I could have sworn I saw a bear, our gray cat, kind of walk from the doorway of the office behind my desk. And I wasn't sure if it was bear or if it was the ghost cat. So what did I do? I stood up and I peeked around the back of my desk. And there was no cat. There was no bear. Just ghost cat. At which point I assume, well, that's the ghost cat. Yeah. And I've been in the kitchen cooking and I, bear was downstairs in the garage and I thought I saw bear upstairs in the pantry. So I'm like, oh, he came up already. I should go down and close the garage door. So I finished what I was doing and then... I was about to go downstairs to close the garage door, but Mm -hmm. here's little Mr. Jingle Jangles with his collar jingling up the stairs. And so it was not bear. Not bear in the pantry. In the pantry. Um, And then we've had other sightings. Yeah. I think like several other sightings. Just out of the corner of your eye kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So I'm just wondering, where did he come from? And also, too, if you've been a listener for a long time... Oh, I don't think we covered it. Well, in our in our uh, in the house we were at in California, mm-hmm. we had another ghost cat there yes. from like day one. Yes, that cat mm-hmm. where you you had to like step over you stepped over it in the middle of the night because you thought it was cumin, <laughs> right? But it disappeared, yes. and you're like, oh, that wasn't cumin. <laughs> Poof. Right. So, anyways, just thought you all would want to know about our ghost cat, and we haven't decided firmly whether. We're gonna like sage to. Oh, to I ask think it's fine. Him to leave or no, them to leave. No, he can stay. Okay, I All think right. he can stay. You know, if he starts knocking things down in front of our, you know, then we have to. Then ask that's a little for, scary. Yeah. So then it's called a poltergeist, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think that's the word. So I think we will keep him. Okay. Uh, that's the kind of cats you like, right? <laughs> Poltergeist cats? You don't want no, more I don't cats. Want poltergeist cats? No, you don't want more. You don't want me to have more real cats. You want oh, me to have oh. ghost cats. At this point, <laughs> I would say that 
works better for us. Or I'd love to have more cats. I need more cats. <sighs> I need kittens. I need a litter of kittens that I can foster from early on. And then keep. And then end up keeping them. So not foster. But well, foster raise. to start. Let me make sure they're good ones. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. I see. And then fall in love with them and train them really, really well that's from the start. A, that's a good plan. And then keep them. Yeah. That's what I would like. And then two dogs. But, I can see um, that happening. I can see that happening in the future. All right. Don't make promises you can't keep. I can see it happening. <laughs> I can. All right. Okay. Why don't we move on? Basics of energy. All right. So what inspired this is, yeah, our interest in being a presence that is helpful and encouraging, comforting and supportive to you on an individual level. And during this time of high stress, we recognize that the stress is in the broadest sense of the term, the stress is because of all of the very intense, intense energies that have been uh, ramped up mm -hmm. in our society and around us and, of course, in our individual lives, but yes, as society as a whole. And it's our response to the stress that is... And our interactions with them. We can't help but interact with them on some level because we mm -hmm. are a part of this society. But I'm talking about, for example, the energy of uh, guilt, the energy of defensiveness, the energy of rage, the energy of, uh, well, violence, unfortunately, um, and the energy of awareness of conviction you know so they're i'm not saying that they're all bad energies mm -hmm. right being convicted of something and i'm talking about that in the sense of recognizing our own uh participation in systems of oppression as being one way of being convicted of something on on the inside um they're not all bad or anything but it's intense there's a lot going on so especially coming off of covid well we're and, and we're not even off of yeah COVID. we're not even off it's still but just on that, you know so still... yeah everything i mean you know we could go on and on with the energies and of not fear being with people and, right you know of fear, energy of, that, of isolation and loneliness of yeah so i mean it, it's so much it's so and, much and and everybody knows it's so much right so what we want to do so much. is just acknowledge that and then offer some words and some direction about what we can do just on an individual, personal, private level to cultivate health in our own yeah. energy bodies. And one way of doing that. Well, I, I think something that's really important to start with okay. is to know not only who you are, but who you want to be. What yes. kind of person do you want to be? What do you, um, what are you about? Yeah. What are your because core we values? Might, we might think we know, mm -hmm. but to truly take some time to get clarity around that and write it down mm -hmm. and really be with that, mm -hmm. I think is so important 
Because when you clarify that, then everything you decide to do or not do can come from that place. Does it support the person mm-hmm. I am? Mm-hmm. I truly am. And I know that we're always changing. So who you are will will also change. But it's really good to check in with that, with that piece. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I think it, it takes that in order to kind of jar us out of maybe a way of being that we've been <laughs> that isn't aligned with who we know we truly are. Yes. And uh, sometimes the reason we feel terrible is because we know that we are out of alignment oh, yeah. with who yeah. we are or who we yeah. want to be. And sometimes I also think that feeling of distress and dissatisfaction and frustration with yourself can also, though, be because you think you need to be a certain person. Mm. Erroneously. Like, that's an erroneous... You, you, it's not about who you think you need to be. You're... you're right? Arm gestures. I feel like you're going to whack this coffee off. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll dial back the arm gestures. But I think very expressive. But I think, um, yeah, I feel like I experienced that in the past more so. Do you want me to move this? It's like, no, I'm not gesturing with my arm. No, no. Now you can gesture freely. Okay, okay. Now watch my arm. You have your whole wingspan. We need a video (laughs) podcast. Um, but you know what I mean? Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 And also too, sometimes I think the discontent can come from, Hey, you know who you are, but there is this feeling of dissatisfaction because you're ready now to grow into your next way of being next evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that might be. Right. So I think it's also important to remember that, all the conditions, there are so many variables. So just to take that into consideration from the start, there are so many variables that can affect us, like the conditions in the world, mm-hmm. right? All these external things, um, news, um, more facts, uh, the fact that you can basically look anything up, you know, can contribute mm-hmm. to it. Um, social media, especially of late, mm-hmm. and um, and the tone of that, Um your own habits, you know, habits that maybe you would like to change at some point. Like too much caffeine. Right, too much caffeine. Um, and people, you know, whether it's oh, your yes. family. Yes. Um, I bring up family because we don't necessarily choose our, uh, I was going to say biological family, but for some people it's not their biology, mm-hmm. right? It's not their biological families, but... Uh, but people that are in our lives that we we might not necessarily choose to be in our lives, mm-hmm. but they are in our lives and right. we your are neighbors. working with it. True. Your neighbors. Your, your, all of those yeah. things. All of this has an effect on us. Right. All of that is energy that is impacting our own energy. Mm-hmm. And when you think about that and you, you, you step away for a bit and you just think about that, that alone is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know. Like it's kind of amazing that it's amazing we can function. I was going to say, really. yes, I was going to say it's kind of amazing that we still, in that scenario, 
which mm-hmm. is the scenario of reality, where it's like, hey, you're born into this world, you're plopped down into all kinds of circumstances and relationships yep. that you had no conscious choice over. Yep. And yet, what's fantastic and amazing is that you as an individual also have been given the ability to exercise uh, authority and control mm-hmm. over a meaningful aspect of your energy. Yeah. Despite being, yeah. being being subject to all these external forces. Yes. That is absolutely true. So one of the things, one statement that really helps me, um, and I think for all of us, maybe it's, it really is to remember oh. what's helpful to you. That, <laughs> yes. I think we've, we've, we've brought that up in the past several podcasts uh-huh. because in the flurry of it all, you know, you can so easily forget. Yes. And, and we, then when you remember what you learned, you're like, oh, yeah, that was a good one. Right. Because, you know, <laughs> this whole information age and age oh, of big there is data, so much. this flood of stuff that's like, well, what about this? What about this tip? What about that course? What about this seminar? What about that book? What about that? It's like, come on. Mm-hmm. I ha- we don't need mm-hmm. more information. What we do need yep. exactly is what you said. We just need reminders yep. about the basics. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and we did a podcast about this, you can be addicted to learning all of this stuff. Yep. You get a hit from mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to try this thing. And oh my God, this is new. And it's just this high that you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can fool yourself by, oh, look at me. I am, you know, I'm so into all these things and I'm learning all these, all these things, but you never allow yourself the time and space to practice it. You're just hopping from one thing, hopping from one modality to another modality or, or one, uh, one author to another author or a mm-hmm. school of thought to another school of thought. And it's like, okay, I don't know. That sounds crazy mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but the statement that the reminder that helps me is to remember that all energy, and we're talking about yourself. So how you feel, right? All energy is self-generated. No one can make you feel anything. And I think that most people know that by now, but it's very challenging to really take that in and go, really? That's a tough one. So how I feel is self-generated, but that person did this Mm -hmm. or, well, you don't understand because my situation is this. Mm -hmm. And so to remember that all energy is self-generated, I think is important. I think that's a high high bar it feels like that's like to me mm-hmm. that's like buddha level well i think i hear what you're saying and i think um it's still just what okay let me tell you what the that statement does for me okay it's just a reminder that i have more power than any way i'm acting in any given moment Okay. It just reminds me of my own self power hmm. that I can forget, you know, hmm. in depending on the day, you know, I can forget for 90% of my interactions that day, or maybe, you know, 
I'm maybe it's a good day and I'm on, you know, whatever percent, but it just reminds me like, okay, you know what? I'm not a victim. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. can do something about this. Energy is always changing and shifting and transforming and transmuting that I just have to remember that I play this role in generating the energy that I'm feeling. So, um, and again, like, like we, we close the podcast out with, it's not about perfection, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not about being Buddha, really, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, unless I guess, I guess that could be some people's path, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But um, so remembering that all energy is, is self-generated, I think is a, is a nice thing. And to maybe put that on a post-it, on your desk, on your computer, wherever it is, on your setting a reminder and having that jump up on your screen every now and then, I think could be helpful for people who are resonating with that statement. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, So, okay. So with that, and we've we've, uh, shared this in another podcast before, but again, going back to basics. So just remembering that all energy is self-generated and it all starts with our thinking. It is what we're thinking that leads and lends itself to the feeling. Mm. So the thought is before the feeling. Thinking before feeling. So if you are feeling like crap or whatever it might be or, you know, just down or all of a sudden you just, you check in with yourself and you're like, oh my God, I feel, why do I feel this way? Or whatever it might be. If you can trace your thoughts back you will find what that is. Mm. Oh, wow, that thing that Mm. someone said that I thought was fine, but is still bothering me. Mm. Um, So don't forget that it starts with your thinking and shifting your thinking whenever it is not helping to produce feelings that are aligned with who you know to be is the next step. You know, so shifting the thinking. And that's the work. And that part, my friends, is rigorous. <laughs> Look at it's you with rigorous. your hand gestures. I know. Thank God I moved my coffee. It's rigorous. <laughs> it's full of effort. It's by, it's it's not easy. Okay. Now we don't have to go, oh, it's so hard all the time. But it's, it's that's where the work comes in. and it, And it can feel like work. And depending on how your day has been up to the point where you are shifting your thinking that will help inform if it's going to be easier or more. A question that I found helpful to ask myself to get out of a unproductive spiral of thought and feeling is to ask myself, are you willing to not feel this way? Yes. Because I feel like a lot of times if I'm feeling, especially if I'm feeling like self-righteous or Mm -hmm. judgmental, Mm -hmm. you know, and I want to be right or I want to uh, point to somebody else and blame them, for example, right? Um, Or if I want to stress out about something and worry um, because because that feels like, well there's something to worry about here. So I better worry about it. Otherwise it's never going to get solved. You know, sometimes I tell myself that I find it has been helpful to ask myself, yeah, are, are you willing 
to not feel that way. Mm-hmm. In other words, instead of forcing myself to, well, no, be loving, you know, feel loving or, hey, just don't worry about it. Just be calm, mm-hmm. right? Instead of serving up this new feeling that I'm supposed to have, supposed to, just can can I just let go? Can I just surrender uh, the, the feeling? Yeah. The unproductive feeling. Yeah, I think that's great because what you're essentially doing is just creating an opening. You're right. not going from zero to 100, right? right you're exactly. not going from Krabby exactly. Appleton to, you know, Pollyanna. Right. <laughs> Krabby Appleton. <laughs> I'm Krabby Appleton. <laughs> and yeah, you, so you're just like, okay, am I willing? And once yeah. you're willing, it drops, like things drop down. You can feel it in your body. Yeah, the intensity right? like, just kind of dissipates oh, a little okay. bit. Right? I'm willing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And you don't have to be, yes, I'm open. It's like, no, if you're willing, like to be willing mm-hmm. takes like how much? Like this much, it ta- right? It feels like it, it takes, takes like less. a little bitty boop. It's just a boop. <laughs> a little boop. <laughs> it's kind of like forgiveness, right? It's like, yes, well, forgive this person. Forgive them. Forgive, forgive them. Instead of, instead of being like, well, no, well, you have to forgive. It's like, no, are you just willing to forgive? Yes. But see, forgiveness is a whole yeah, other slippery slope okay. because so much of forgiveness is less about that person. Right. It's so, oh, yeah. yeah. it has so much to do with yourself and not that other person. Okay. So let's just bring it back to the Krabby Appleton. Let's just continuing it. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So if you're a person who likes steps, I'm going to give you some, some quick okay. steps. Okay. So we already talked about a hundred times already, all energy is self-generated. So now our thing is to pay attention throughout the day, pay attention and notice what you notice. Okay. So that would be step one. Notice what you notice. If you are noticing, like if you're noticing, oh my God, this job, all these people I have to work with. Oh my God. I just can't stand it. Customers. Or, oh, these people, like I just... You know, say if it's like a, if it's work and it's so stressful and all this stuff is happening or another meeting like the last podcast, right? <laughs> right? Oh my God. So I am noticing what I notice, which is I am noticing that I'm resisting. I'm having resistance to this meeting. I am noticing how my body feels quite tense in this moment about this meeting. I'm noticing that my breath is a little short and I'm noticing that I'm not feeling good and I'm feeling pretty angry and grouchy about this situation. So notice what you notice. You don't judge it. You just notice what it is. How are you feeling? What are you doing? So once you notice that, step two would be, okay, let's loosen this up. Because now in noticing what you notice and you notice all those feelings of how your body feels and what your thoughts are, you have now, you're now in that fight or flight situation. Mm -hmm. So we want to loosen that up and take some deep breaths. You don't have to follow any specific kind of breathing. Some people want very specific things, but really all you want to do is take some deep belly breaths, deep breathing. Um, We did share box breathing. So you could, you could, if you want more specifics, just take a deep inhale through your nose for four counts, hold it, for four counts, exhale through the mouth, four counts, take a, take a rest, four counts, do it all over again. 
Okay. So you're taking, you're calming your nervous system in this moment. Okay. Then step three, step three is the part that we talked about, which is that, that tends to be rigorous. It's shifting the thinking. So in step three, you're deciding, or as Toast would say, am I willing, am I willing to shift my thoughts in this moment? Am I willing to do that? So if that's yes, then in step three, you're deciding to shift your thoughts. And this is where, this is an important part, step three, because you, what you're actually doing is you're interrupting the old paradigm, mm. meaning if we're taking the job example, the old paradigm of thinking, oh my God, this job, mm -hmm. oh my God, I can't take another meeting. And just having the same uh, framework around this job. Yeah. For example, if you want to, want a visual of this, if you imagine yourself as a dog and you have your teeth and your mouth on a bone and you're just on that bone and the bone is how you're feeling. It's how, how you're thinking. And you just want to get to the point where you, the dog can just stop biting down on the bone. That's all. I like that. That's good. <laughs> See, that made me feel very relaxed. Just stop biting down the <sighs> bone. You can relax your jaw. Yeah. Just, you know, stop biting down on the bone. Okay. So that was step three. So you're interrupting the paradigm. You're interrupting the old habit, the old way of thinking. And then, very important, you move on to step four. So you don't leave it just open like that. You know, you just shift the thinking. What is the new thinking? That's number four. Okay. Introduce a treat. Introduce a treat. So number four is now bringing in a new way of thinking. What is the new paradigm? You insert that into, you don't just leave it empty. You insert that into uh, your, your thinking pattern, your whole being. And sometimes this part can be tricky because uh you may not believe your paradigm yet. So if your paradigm is something like, um, if the new paradigm, I'm talking about the new paradigm, if your new paradigm is something about, you know, you're not going to necessarily jump to something like, oh, I love my job, <laughs> right? right? Because don't be a liar to yourself. <laughs> so you're not looking for something that's... Um, <sighs> you know what it is, I think? What? It might be, this might be the place and the step where the original uh, point comes back in. And the original point being, who do you want to be? Who are you? Who do you want to be? Really? Yes. And that's, and that's what, um, so I was going to bring that up in another part, but yes. So we can move that to step four. Like how does that which person is feel? An I am statement, like having an I am statement mm -hmm. at the ready mm -hmm. of who you know yourself to be, mm -hmm. you know? So it's bringing that in. And what's great about having that is, um, then you always have a new paradigm to insert no matter what's going on, right? Because you're going back to who you truly are. Right. So whatever that I am statement is, however, in addition to inserting that new paradigm of the I am statement, it is also really powerful to add gratitude uh, for the situation. Hmm. So saying, you know, I am, 
I am a powerful spiritual being. I am, I remember that all all energy is self-generated. My, what's important to me is acting from love Mm -hmm. and, and I am so grateful for having a regular paycheck. You know, something that can be tied into mm-hmm. the original situation. Yes. Because whatever the sit- original situation is or the old paradigm, there is something there where there is a gratitude lining. There's something, there is something there. And the person that you want to be, the person that you know you are at the very, very essence and core of your being. Mm-hmm. Would recognize that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be step four. So let's recap really quick. Yeah. Okay. Step one. Okay. So step one, notice what you notice. Okay. So self-aware of how you're feeling physically, even sometimes it manifests, right? Physically Mm -hmm. or emotionally or mentally, your Mm -hmm. thoughts. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's step one. Number two, do some deep breathing. It can be box breathing. And that is to release your nervous system, to start letting go. And you need to spend some time in, in step two. You know, it's not like just taking a three deep breaths. Yeah. It's like really it a, sit there and yeah. do it, you know, like five rounds of box breathing. Yeah. Because to start. what's so great about, about all of this is all of this is free, right? You don't, <laughs> right. right. You don't it's have to nature. Just, and if, if we can cultivate these, this habit, just these, this four step habit, I mean, what will there be that we can't do? Mm. So Okay, so that was two. Step two. Mm-hmm. Then step three, there's like a 3A and a 3B. So 3A would be, am I willing to shift this? Then B would be recognizing that decision. Like, okay, yes, I am. I am willing. Okay. Are you willing? Yes, I am willing. So you're making the decision to interrupt the old paradigm. Mm. And then you move on to step four and you insert what is the new paradigm? Mm. And that would be your I am statement, going back to who you truly know to be and connecting that I am statement to a gratitude statement. And right there, those steps that really is like your own personal mini revolution because you're overthrowing, you're overthrowing one way of thinking and seeing and feeling and you're installing a new authority there yes and here's here's what's so important the more you work with who you know you are Mm -hmm. who you know you want to be in the world the more you work with that and the more you can really um bring your senses to it and even for the people who are really visual conjure up images of that person it's going to be way easier to bring that energy mm-hmm. into these moments uh, to insert this new paradigm uh, where that new paradigm will no longer be new mm-hmm. right you know you will right. have a new new growing edge but it's going to be so much easier to do it so really working with who you know yourself to be is so important and here's the thing. So after doing this this exercise, uh, 
And now I'm back in the meeting, right? Taking that example, okay. I'm back in the meeting. Okay. So things around me may not immediately shift, right? The players mm-hmm. are still the same. The mm-hmm. people are still there. Mm-hmm. But what has changed is the energy from which I'm coming from now. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to the meeting from a different vibration, from a different frequency. Yeah. I am coming to the meeting differently. Mm-hmm. So with that, how I interact in the meeting is going to be different. Right. Um, I will be less reactive in the meeting. I mean, so many things. I will leave the meeting feeling less drained. Mm -hmm. I mean, so much. So it's really less about having the things around you change in order for you to change. It's changing yourself Mm -hmm. as best as you can as the primary first thing Mm -hmm. in order to then have that trickle out. Right. Yeah. I mean, as you describe that, it actually reminds me of the experience that my personal experience anyways, of coming out as mm. a gay person. Because in for, for me, the most memorable, most impactful experience involved, didn't involve anything external at all. Mm-hmm. It, it involved how I saw myself. Yeah. how I saw my relationship with my community and society and the world and my place in the world and my mm-hmm. place in history. I mean, and that was, that was huge. That was huge. And I'm sure that somebody listening to this can relate to that. You know, that, that's, that's the shift. It's yeah. the internal. And you're right. It does eventually affect the external. Yep. It really does, because then, you know, um, as you consistently vibrate at a different level, you will call to yourself different experiences, Mm -hmm. because those experiences will now be at that level. Mm -hmm. Not all experiences, because we are always growing Mm -hmm. and changing and things, but your what you experience will also change. Yes. You won't have to experience the same things over and over and over mm-hmm. because you are learning the lesson in what and how you need to grow, how we need to grow. Mm-hmm. All right. So we hope that this discussion and these reminders really they're they may very likely be just be reminders for you oh yeah they are I think for people us people know this yeah you know they're, they're but reminders it's like for it's us. good to hear it exactly all right so i guess we'll wrap it up for now and send you off with our best most heartfelt wishes that you take care of yourself that you put this into practice that you benefit most of all that you benefit from it or something like it we are all about just supporting you in your personal life and living your life as a love story. But of course, remember, progress, not perfection. It's a practice. It's not a perfection. Okay. Until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast, inviting you and encouraging you to, as always, live your love story.
I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.